0: Pastor Mike McCoy welcoming you to the time of truth. Exodus chapter number 17. So you can help us share the word. We're still down on video, right? Audio only. Audio only. So those that are listening, you're not going to see a picture tonight. You're just going to hear. I don't know if uh, lightning visited my home while we were gone, burned up a thing or two, had to reset the thermostat out in the fellowship hall yesterday. It was uh, discombobulated. How about that word? Uh, And so uh, uh, I'm suspect maybe... uh, Cables just normally don't go bad, but we've got an issue. So, those of you who are listening, we apologize. And we've got some folks that's uh, pretty dependent on this being their church watching. They're unable. That's who it's for. The unable. And then, when they're unable, it is of great benefit that they watch our services and. there's people all over America watch this thing. You won't believe it. I mean, they get home. They're on Eastern time. They get home. They said, we get home just in time to watch you all. Wow. So they rush home from church, turn us on. Thank the Lord. And uh, <clears throat> so we apologize. We'll get it. Uh, have a little technical difficulty uh, to be resolved as soon as, as we can humanly possible make it happen. Exodus 17, verse number 5 going to read about uh, three verses here and ask a question at the last of, uh, or Moses asked a question at the end of verse number seven, and uh, I'll share a thought or two with you on this. I'll turn you loose and let you go home. Found Exodus 17 and five, shout amen. amen. And the Lord said unto Moses, go on before the people, and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb. Thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. and He called the name of the place Massah, Meribah, because of the chiding of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord, saying, is the Lord among us or not? Father, I love you. Thank you for the night, for the chance to be behind your desk, before your people, God, to do your work once again. I pray you use me tonight, God, to glorify yourself. Fill my mouth, guard my tongue, and help me be accurate in the scripture. Share these thoughts you placed upon my heart. And God, let it, let it reside. With us, Lord, abide in us, let us take this word in, let us be conscious of it, and God, let us live accordingly. We love you, we praise you, we thank you so oh God, for one coming forward this morning to be saved. Just, what a, what a blessing, God, yeah. Fed my soul, praise the Lord, and help so So help us tonight, thank you have people, we praise you forever, in Jesus' name I ask it tonight. Amen, amen. and amen now. Look, we've been through this, uh, what was it, a year ago, Brother Gordon, we went through Exodus a little over, maybe a little over a year ago. Some of you have been through it, some uh, you Bible students, we know this story. My grandson knows this story. Let my people go. Let my people go. We know that the people of God are in bondage. God put them there for purpose to raise up a nation of people. 430 years, they're in the land of of Egypt, God's gonna leave them there for, he called four generations. Uh, so he's gonna leave them there for a specific period of time. We have here where they, where the exodus has occurred and they're not within the confines of Egypt any longer. Now this morning I, I preached out the old Psalm of 90 and that being the prayer of Moses when they were ill in the wilderness edge of the wilderness, they're starting into it here. <clears throat> we've just come out of camp meeting. I think this is why this is on my heart's ahead tonight. We've come out of camp meeting. What a time we had. I mean the, the it helped people all over America. I met a preacher in town the other day. He said I knew I couldn't get a seat. I said we'd have put you somewhere. He said that's alright. He said I, I can't tell you how many times we've watched this over And over. He said, we just come in in the evening and pick another service and watch it again. It's helping people. It's helping people. But as much a help as we are, I'll pick on myself. I'm afraid often we're a whole lot like the children of Israel that's been brought out of Egypt. We're in the edge of the wilderness. And look here. These people at this particular time, here's what they've seen. They've seen the 10 plagues on the gods of Egypt, and God just smashed each one of them. God made a mockery out of their gods. He made a mockery out of Pharaoh. He hardened his heart. He has has, killed Pharaoh's done. kill the preacher. They're chatting with Moses. You brought us out here to kill us with thirst. I'll throw four things at you real quick. When we come to these situations, is the Lord with us? Is it the Lord among us or not? I'm telling you, if he struck me down right here and I never drew another breath or moved another inch, I'd have to say, the Lord is with me. The Lord has been among us. Amen. So maybe this is a warning to the congregation that when you go out there in the next coming weeks and it's not camp meeting anymore and it gets a little dry along the way. Let's not forget these four things. First I see in this, I see the telling. Moses said, hey, said, he, he tells God to. He said, what am I going to do? I've got trouble. You know, that's the best thing we can do. When we find ourselves in a situation we don't know how to handle or what to do, we just need to tell God. Just tell him. It's not that he needs the information. He already knows. He just wants us to be aware. Praise God. When we're speaking that, you know what we're speaking? We're speaking faith to him. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. We're telling the Lord. Lord, and we're not, look here, we don't have to complain about it. We just have to say, Lord, you've got this thing. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the Lord. Tell the Lord what I want to do. Just tell him. There'll never be a time when you tell, though, watch this, that here's what he's going to expect. After the telling, God's going to expect the trusting. God's going to expect you to trust him. Good you know what we tell our kids when they're little? And they, to, trust me. Jump, I'll catch you. Trust me. Why not? Why can't I do that? Trust me. Been there, seen it. Oh, but you don't understand. Oh, he understands. We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but at all point tempted like as we are yet without sin, he knows every pain, every ache, every problem, every temptation, he's tempted 40 days in the wilderness, come through unscathed, praise God, take the path. Trust him today. I can't trust myself. And if you're one of those that thinks you can trust yourself, you've got trouble. Amen. I'm just going to tell you the flesh is weak. You can't trust yourself. How do you know that? Because Jeremiah, the old weeping prophet, said, "The heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I mean, above all things, our heart is deceitful." So therefore I can't trust myself so I tell him and I trust him he's about to do this before the leaders the elders of Israel so it's not like if he fails there's no consequence he's bringing a bunch of witnesses and he's told the Lord and the Lord's told him we see the telling. Now we see the trusting. Are you going to do it? What's wrong with it? They're thirsty. Did I not crush the, send the plagues? Did I not part the sea? Did I not provide for you in the wilderness? Did the quails the bread not fall and the quails fly by? Did I not do all these things? Sometimes I need to close my eyes and remember of all the things God's done for me. I can trust Him. I still trust you, Lord. We see him and what is it? He, he stands on the rock. He does exactly what God tells him. And here's the test. So after faith, after faith, after trusting, listen, there is not a Christian in this room, Carrie, Carrie's not here tonight, but I'll be talking to, to Carrie and Richie because you know this, you know this, once you trusted the Lord, once you trusted him, the test is right around the corner. Wow. And he's going to test. And he does it for our benefit. Who in here likes a test? No one. And they're difficult, but they're for purpose. I read a story this morning of of a guy that was watching a cocoon open up. And he's watching the cocoon. And he said there was a little bitty hole finally developed in this thing. And he's watching this butterfly try to come forth. And then that little bitty hole said that thing finally got its head through there. And once it got its head through, said all movement stopped. And said it was just struggling. And it couldn't move. So he said, I thought I'd help it a little bit. So I took a pair of scissors and I just made the opening a little bigger. He said, sure enough, it comes scurrying right out of the hole. And its body was swollen and its wings were withered. And he said, I watched it and I watched it. And he said, it could never fly. It takes the small hole to squeeze the body fluids into the wings or the thing will never get off the ground. You see the struggle? You wonder why he puts you through a test? Because he do not want you walking around, bless God. He wants you flying. Amen. He wants you flying. So when that struggle comes and you don't understand, Moses, no doubt, Moses, thinking, what am I doing? The Lord said, I'm on the rock with you. I'm always standing on the rock, Moses. You just come. I'm going to stand on the rock and you smite that rock. What kind of. Why is that? And they're all watching. The pressure's on He's testing me. Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? It's a struggle. It's difficult. But the tightness, the restriction, the friction is forcing the things into the wings. Praise God that we might fly. There it is. It's hard, we don't understand it, but God's good all the time we see pat picked me up the saddest book at the post office the other day it's 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 concerning uh it's concerning uh human human trafficking in Asia, and they're helping these women and it's it's some um, They're short, one-page stories. Saddest reading I've ever, uh, but they all got, so far they've all had a happy ending. But the tragedy that these people have come out of, it's things that we are, uh, anyone in this room's totally unaware, never been through nothing like this. But in the end, God has blessed them. They don't live in great homes or nothing. They're happy with a job, and they got their children, and they're safe. That's all they're after. A job, their children, and they're safe. And they got the Lord. If you got him, you got it all. you got him, you got it all. My Uncle Al used to say, if you got the Lord, you go in first class. You're in the first class section if you're with the Lord. That's where we're at. Tell him you can trust him. I guarantee the test will come. The test will come. Some's in the test right now. Hey, some are being tested right now. You're being tested. Young converts, you'll be tested. And it's usually by the people that's closest to you that test you the greatest. They're testing you. Oh, but you can trust him. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. First Corinthians 10 and four, the Bible says this. They all drink of that spiritual rock, and that rock was Christ. They all drink of that spiritual rock, and that rock was Christ. You know what that is? You know what it is. It's a tea. That's the tasting. That's the tasting. Oh, taste and see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. That spiritual water, you know this from coming to church here. You know that water you walk through, drive through, ride on, go over is the world. Water that you wash with is the word, but water that you drink is the spirit. And the word of God that drinking water is spirit. Praise God, taste and see that spirit encourages us, lifts us, strengthens us, enables us. You know what? We go, is the Lord among us? You know what? We answer in the affirmative. Every time we can ask that question by the spirit of God, we can't say we're his apart from the spirit of God. If you have not the spirit of God, you're not a his. But by the spirit of God, we say he is among us. Yeah. He's among us. Is the Lord among us or not? Amen. Amen. He's among us. Prayer room was full tonight. He's among us. Yes. Sunday night prayer meeting. Prayer room full of me. Praise God. He's among us. Our children being baptized and saved. He's among us. All of you with jobs. Some of you got a raise. among us so if somebody asks you, is the Lord among you amen he's among us even though we're like the children of Israel oh we are we are we're just people An old Bible teacher would say boys you're made out of the same mud I am all made out of the same mud yeah just people flesh is weak remember Lord that we're flesh Spirit's will in the flesh is weak, weak, corruptible, going home. It's one thing when he's among us, but I like what you said tonight, Randall. I thought it went right along with this. It's another thing when we're going to be among him. We're going to be among him. I hope you know that you're going to be there. What a serious matter. What a serious matter to know or to be unsure. You need to be sure. And it's just simple. It's a matter of letting God break our pride. And that's calling up on a God whom we've never seen, but we know he's there. I believe old Moses is a man just like the rest of us. God's asking him to do these things, and Moses is thinking, hmm, God, do it. He didn't want to talk, and every time, every time it just kept getting worse on the children, the tests got worse, trouble got worse. They still light in Goshen. Praise God. Goshen was the place to be in, in, in the day of. The of day of Moses, I'm telling you, uh, real estate was at a premium in Goshen. That's where everybody wanted to live. Uh, they had light, frogs his way, nothing bothering. Death angel didn't come by because the blood's on the door. The Lord is among them. He's among us. Don't you forget that, kids, my young people. Don't you forget God's among you. He's with you. He's for you. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Overcomes the world. Aren't you glad he's among us? That's all I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to ask you a question tonight. We'll be good night. We had one saved this morning. If somebody's here tonight and they're unsaved, wouldn't it be good to say, Hey, I want to get among that. I want the Lord with me. And he stands at the door and knocks. All you got to do is ask him, open my door. Just open my door. He's already knocking. Just open door. And I know that's to the church. In context, in Revelation, that's that's, that's speaking to the church. But it, individuals make up the church. And he's knocking and saying, would you have me come in? Oh, and there never be a better time. there be a better time. We're going to stand at our feet. She's going to play us verse, of course, of song. If you need to pray, you ought to come. Father, I love you. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.